Welcome to Life Coach Charlie. I'm your host, Charlie. And I truly believe there is no simple solution to a complex issue. Today, I want to talk about social media. Social media. I went to this. I went to look for the description of social media and Merriam Webster said it best, in my opinion. Forms of electronic communication, social media, such as websites for social networking and microblogging, through which users create online communities to share information, ideas, personal messages, and other content such as videos. Social media. Do you ever feel like it's a miserable, miserable place? I really, really do. Some people air out everything that bothers them right and you get people that say oh it's fake right social media is absolutely not fake and I'm going to tell you why I feel like it's not fake because people show who they really are on social media if you are a very negative person and that algorithm kicks in and starts sending you people just like you, you're going to double down. You're going to be twice as nasty, twice as mean. You're going to be twice as ignorant. There's nothing fake about it. You you look at some of these people on Twitter, especially Twitter, because Twitter has the most unregulated post what they do have a thing now where if you try to post something and certain words will trigger it will flag you before you even hit send it says do you do you want to rethink that many of our users feel that that particular language is whatever they say i don't know the exact wording but i've had it once or twice where i tried to post something and twitter just stopped me and said do you want to rewrite that like you you try to use the word kill right you try to use the word something something like that some something to the effect of an insult or something that will tell someone to do something negative to themselves or others twitter will stop you but outside of that you pretty much can say anything you want you can curse you can call people all kind of names you can go to their profile go onto their pics and and harass them you can do pretty much anything you want on twitter and you find people some of the most hateful people. I really, I really literally was told not even three days ago by a woman who has no idea about me. She read my profile. She didn't like something I said, which wasn't even directed at her. Right. She didn't like something I said. And she went to my profile, saw cancer survivor and literally said, I wish you didn't make it from the cancer. Because she didn't like something I agreed with online or disagreed. I don't even remember what the post was about, but she wished I was literally dead because she did not agree with me on an issue that wasn't even that serious. Right? And that's the definition of mean and hateful. She said what she wanted to say. She would never have said that to a regular person in the real world that she didn't know. But her spirit is angry and mean. 
And she really said the most hurtful thing she could possibly think of. She wished death on me. That's very real. Right. And I get it. You may say sometimes people say stuff just to be dramatic. Well, that's as dramatic as you can get. That's a miserable person to me. I don't think social media. I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's fake. Right. And I'm going to explain to you why I say it breeds misery. The reason it's not fake is if you get if you get someone that can get a whole bunch of likes from being half naked or from being fully clothed with super expensive garments on, they're going to do that more. They're going to go out of their way to do that more. I just saw a show. A video where you can rent a fake airplane. You can rent a fake jet. It is like a movie set. It's in California. They showed at least three or four influencers renting this this constructed jet. It's not even the shell of a jet. It is constructed from wood and whatever other other materials. But you sit in it and from the certain angle you you take the pictures, you look like you're on a private jet. So you rent this for 30, 40 bucks and then you snap a bunch of pics and you look like you're on a private jet kicking back with leather seats. All of these things of that nature, you just look rich, you look like a baller. That's what they want. You may say, well, they're not a baller. They just rented a, pr- a private jet, but their insides, right? The inner person really wants to be acknowledged as that it feels right to them and they they do whatever it takes to get people to see them in that that's their inner self they really really are dying for that attention so their means is completely fake they just they just built they just they just rented a shell of an aircraft but their heart really really wants that attention from feeling like they have money and they're on a private plane, right? I don't find anything fake about it. It's sad. It's sad. And I feel like when I'm on social media and you see that, we all know this, these people who, who write these long posts, right? About everything going on bad in their life. And the algorithm kicks in. And before you know it, it's 160 comments, 280 likes, because this person has just got dumped or they can't pay their rent or everyone's a hater and people won't help you when you're down. Like you've seen it all. And for some reason, the algorithm will kick in and give this person everything they're looking for. Every single thing they want, they want a hundred likes. They'll get it for being miserable. They'll get it for being depressed. Right. If you say something that's almost indicative of you about to harm yourself, you're going to get everybody in your feed is going to get notified of of this miserable moment in your life right 
And some people don't leave it at that. Some people, every single post from the time they get on is going to be that. It's going to be miserable, angry, bitter. And guess who's going to be in the comments? Someone else just as miserable. Misery. Social media loves misery. They'll reward you too for stuff like babies. You post babies. You post dogs. You are kicking in endorphins of something else that people want. Things that are super emotional. Things that are make people stop and stop scrolling. Stuff like animals, children playing. People, I just got a new job. Something like that that will make you stop scrolling just to see what their business is about. That's the entire purpose of social media. It's, it's about eyes. Eyes are the are the revenue. Anything that's going to make you stop is going to make the algorithm kick in. You stopping to look means you are spending more time on that app. That app is not valuable unless you spend time on it. If they can't make you slow down and read something or watch something or comment on something or like something, then the app is useless and their their value goes down. Snap value is down. They're not competing as well against TikTok and other social medias, right? So their whole goal as a company is to find out a way to get you to come back to Snap and do more snaps. That is what they are in business for. So if you're whining about not having money to send your kid to daycare, and why does this always happen to you? And a hundred people are going to go in and give you advice or or try to send you money or whatever you're consuming their time with, they're going to love that. And they're going to send more people to you. My actual, my, my biggest, the, the most clicks I've ever got on social media for my entire existence, the entire time I've been on social media, the most I've ever seen was the post I put up that I was in the hospital about to go to surgery for cancer. I took a picture and I was like, I'm about to head into surgery. It wasn't even like, I didn't have wires coming out of my nose, right? I didn't have a a hospital gown. It was just me standing in a waiting room. And I said, I'm about to go into surgery for colon cancer. I may have said something like, wish me luck. I don't know what I said. That thing, I, I I went into surgery, came out, people were still clicking that thing. This is hours, hours, days. That's a traumatic experience, and that is an emotional experience. And Facebook rewarded or rewarded themselves by sending it to almost everyone on my friends list. Hundreds. Hundreds of people That thing may have got a thousand likes Right I don't remember but I know it was to this day And that was uh, five six years ago I've never had a post Come close to that post No matter what I wrote And almost every post I make about cancer Which I don't do many because I'm not looking for Any kind of 
you know, pat on the back or whatever. I'm not looking for that. I'll let people know because some people need to know you can survive it. But I don't milk it every day. I don't milk it every week. You'll rarely hear me talk about it. Right? It gives some people strength to know that someone beat it. Well, not beat it, but, you know, I survived. Right? But that's something that makes people stop. What? They see this post. And the more words, the better. Right? They see this post. They don't know your business. They don't know your personal business because I never was speaking about it. So it made a lot of people stop. And when that when those people stopped engaged and wrote, the algorithm kicked in. And was like, wait, people are engaging. These algorithms are serious, bro. They 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 can they 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 feed off of what is given and they give it more. I'll give you another example. I have a page, a, a fan page of my uh my own life quite a few followers on that page but i never had as many followers as i put as i did when i put this video up of a fight in a mcdonald's which may or not still be there because i know it was there for about five years a guy in a mcdonald's he has a cup he's fighting another guy the cup never spills he fights him beats him up throws him down does everything to this guy and the cup never spills his bag never spills two black guys that thing, over the course of at least four years, went from a million views to two million views to 10 million views to 20 million views to 30 million views to 38 million views. I am not exaggerating to you. I never, ever had anything reach not even one million. This thing reached 38 million views, not because anything I did. I posted it and didn't even remember that I did it. But for years, I would nonstop get more and more comments. Some of them laughing at the fight. Some of them condemning me for posting the fight. Some of them condemning my race as a whole. But it was just a lot of different reactions to it. People were tagging each other. They were they were talking about how good of a fighter he was or how bad of a fighter the other guy was. 38 million views later. I even got two, maybe three different times where Facebook itself, the algorithm turned on itself and told me that the post was inappropriate after they pushed it out. So what I'm trying to tell you is Facebook pushed this thing out. The more people engaged it, the more they pushed it out until it got millions of views. It was surreal. I couldn't believe it over the years. And that thing just recently, last month, got one more strike. I don't know if people reported it or what have you, saying it was inappropriate. And I don't know if it survived that third strike. But every time I would dispute the the, the, the strike, a few days later, they would come back and say, oh, we were wrong. And they would put it back up and push it to more people because it was bringing more people onto Facebook to see this video. They pushed it nonstop. The algorithm made this thing into a monster because more people would watch the whole video because it was a good five, ten minutes. I don't know how long the video was. It was it was it wasn't that long, but it was long enough to feel that they were getting engagement. It was nothing. I never promoted the video. I didn't go look at this video. Nothing. 
So it was 100% the algorithm of Facebook showing this miserable fight video that it really was nothing funny about it. It was just ironic that a guy beat up another guy holding McDonald's in his hand with a cup that never opened, never spilled. And it, it elicited so many reactions that the algorithm pushed it to people who wanted to, to feel something. They wanted to engage something. So you have no control over these things. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that, that algorithm itself. And for some reason, the misery when it's someone getting beat up. You know what I'm saying? Or someone getting humiliated. It feeds it more. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Because the algorithm needs that emotion. Emotion makes you stop. There are things on Twitter that make me immediately stop and write something. And they just got me with that. They want you on Twitter longer. They want you on Facebook longer. So the more you write and tap and stop and and comment and, and have these Twitter back and forth beefs, that's engagement. So when you have an argument with the person and they come back and you come back and they come back, that's engagement. The Twitter can go to their shareholders and say, look at the amount of engagement we get. Everything is based on analytics and data. So of course they love it when you sit there and go back and forth because then they can go to the advertisers and say, look how long they're on here. It doesn't matter why. There is no why. That's why they were so hesitant to clean up the political climate when there was so much uh, uh, egregious and, and, and unrealistic and un, untrue posts. People were paying to write stuff that was untrue and, and having it shared as if it was. They made a lot of money off those posts. Whether they were bots or whatever it was, they made a lot of money. They were really, really hesitant to stop that practice of letting anyone pay for advertising. It cut into their business. So as we click and share and and they even had to put a thing where you can't just click an article until you read it. Try it. And when you go on social media, someone shares an article on Facebook or Twitter and you click share before you even click the article, it'll stop you. It'll say, don't you want to read this first? You did not read this. Can you read it first? Headlines can be deceiving. Because it got so bad where people were just dumping into headlines that were only meant that to make you click and feel a certain way. And that's why I feel like it's very real because you're getting worked up over stuff that you don't have any idea if it's true. So we try to make it like social media is not the real world. Right now, I'll go in the real world with millions of people, thousands of people. I go different places. No one ever brings up these things about social media, about, about political views. No one in, real, in the real world. I don't, I don't come across people who carry that mentality into the real world. 
But you better believe that they still believe it when they're out there. They walk into the streets and they believe every single word of what they wrote on that social media platform. As a matter of fact, a lot of people have changed their lives for good and bad from what they learned on social media. So it's very real. It's extremely real. Some of these guys go out into the real world and harm people because of what they saw. What do you think the term radicalized? You don't they don't walk into your home and radicalize. They get you on social media and radicalize you. So I believe that it's very real. And I do believe that it's miserable. It's a it's it's a miserable place. But it's a necessary place because you have to know how to navigate this new world. This is a new world where people aren't even looking you in the eye. They're looking at the phone. They're judging you by what you wrote. You can't even get a job nowadays without them looking at your social media platform for years back. You can't if you if you if you become super famous tomorrow for feeding a dog, whatever you did to become uber famous, someone will go trace everything you wrote until they find something in there to destroy you. That's how social media operates and that's how we treat each other with this new world. I truly believe it will change the world for better or worse and in many ways worse. Cancel culture, this this new wave of insulting you, they're even cyberbullying you. I would not want to be a kid in this generation. But this is the new world and it's a, it's a necessary evil. Let me know what you think. I don't know. I'm just here to bring the questions. And on that note, I'm going to check out. I appreciate y'all listening. Life Coach Charlie will be back next week. Make sure you follow us on social media. Peace. Peace.